0: about that cigar how about that cigar how is everybody it's tuesday night it's our favorite night of the week
1: oh man i gotta tell you i look forward to this on wednesday
0: (laughs) like we should do that again yes i agree sorry i'm I'm, you guys see me going back and forth here like crazy person because i need i need that my bottle opener i just heard my own voice in delay which is super creepy.
1: Isn't it a little weird?
0: Yes. I got to open this bottle. So it's Tuesday and it's uh it's time for how about that cigar? Um episode 007 007 shaken oh. not stirred. Yeah. So uh we should have done something for that. So if you guys are starting to watch, thank you very much for joining us share the link to the live stream if you would please Absolutely. Share, it. share it on share it on your own space share it on my sharing space share it on friendster share it care. on on the the bona discussion boards no mm-hmm. i'm going back like 25 years aim, uh, your aim groups. share it on your groups i'm sharing it right now and share it with someone that you love cheers uh, whatever Tim pickle I love you Tim
1: yeah thanks for joining Tim share sharing is
0: caring <laughs> so yeah um, it's um, we're back in our regular spot in this in this weird man cave space that I have here and uh, Garrett's back from the deep south the ATL, it was a fantastic trip. Yeah. Um,
1: might as well get these rocking and rolling right away. Oh, yeah. And these are from uh, Nashville. They so are. So right from the homeland of Crowned Heads. We have got
0: the new Crowned Heads. Mm, look at that. The Court Reserve... Corona Gorda they're beautiful it's uh the cigar came out last year and uh each of us have smoked quite a few of these we haven't done an official you know uh official how about that cigar review yet
1: and I say new because um they just were re-released kind of re-read
0: well that it was sort of the second production run yeah they ran they ran, they run ran run out of the first enough. they ran out of the first batch pretty quick so they they sent out some more and uh if you have not yet tried the crown heads court reserve i highly recommend you do so it's super tasty mm.
1: um
0: it's got a san andreas wrapper uh Spicy. let's use uh let's use our notes it's got a san andreas wrapper the uh, binders from Ecuador, and the fillers are all Nicaraguan, and this size, um, Corona Gorda, five and five-eighths by 46, which is the best cigar size on planet Earth, just saying. Uh, Retails for $9.50, look for it at your local brick-and-mortar shops, and if you cannot find it at a local brick-and-mortar shop, search out a preferred online retailer and get yourself some of these cigars. Absolutely.
1: Um, I want to say a Ramadan Mubarak to all our Muslim brothers and sisters who are uh, going into Ramadan. It's a tough time, but a uh, amazingly fulfilling time for you. And uh, with you in spirit, uh, have a good Ramadan. Is that now? That is now. Oh.
0: I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so, what were some of the, uh, what were some of the highlights of the, I know you just basically stayed in Nashville as a stopping point, but mm-hmm. what were some of the highlights of your trip? I know it was mostly work nonsense, but.
1: It was. Uh, the. So what it was is uh, training for my job during the day, IT engineer, we, there was about uh 13 14 of us and from all over only two from the minneapolis market uh were down there and uh as a group it was it was a it was a great group of guys and um we had a blast yeah you know for uh classroom time and everything the instructor was uh, phenomenal um the uh, one of the first things he said when he came in was um, you guys are mine on Monday and Wednesday but uh, your Tuesday and Thursday that's that's on you so on Monday um, he uh, took us out to Dave and Buster's and did the video game thing? Oh yeah, we've got one here, two in, in Minneapolis, and uh, that's always you know fun time. Either shooting hoops or um, played uh, the um, I don't know one of the shooting games with a bunch of guys, and you know just had a blast. Uh, and then Tuesday night went out to a cigar shop, had uh, uh, a good time. At that particular cigar shop, they didn't have a lounge, so I just sat and talked with uh, the owners. And, um, everybody that I talked to down in Atlanta was fantastic and a crazy story. Um, so after that cigar shop, I went and I sat down and this is when we kind of did our trial run a little bit too, Yeah, yeah. is, um, sitting there and the sky walks by as I'm having a cigar and he says, Hey, do you know of any good cigar shops around here? I was like, I'm sorry, man. I'm from Minneapolis. I, I couldn't tell you cause I didn't know at that, at that point. And he was like, I'm from Minneapolis too. I just moved here and it was crazy. It was really cool. <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, we had a cigar together and, and chatted and, um, <laughs> Tim, yeah. of course, he's,
0: he's saying, get to talking about, get, to, get to talking about cigars and how <laughs> a certain brand sucks balls. <laughs> 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 Sorry. And it, so you guys both from Minneapolis,
1: yeah and just chatted it was good you know it was a it was a cool thing running into somebody from you know your hometown oh yeah
0: absolutely it's always cool
1: and then Um, one one more highlight yeah and then we can move on is on uh wednesday night we went out to this place called k1 racing which is electric go-kart racing and let me tell you if you have a k1 or an electric go-kart place like, like, like prius Um, they're, (laughs) I would say a little punchier than Prius.
0: (laughs) So they got more balls than a Prius. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, my top speed was 41 miles an hour. Um, not too shabby. And this is an indoor track and it was fantastic. Um, if I didn't have such a, uh, tight shirt on, I would show you, but I actually have a bruise right here from the seatbelt from t-boning a guy that spun out in front of me that's how that's how for real these guys were
0: is this one because sometimes you go to those you know on some corporate retreat you go to one of those go-kart places and the guys who run the place are sometimes you get them where they're way too overzealous and they're like no no crowding no speeding no having basically no having fun right they want you to you know drive like grandma's the whole time and and yeah. Was this? Did these guys at least give you a little bit of freedom to go wild?
1: They did for the most part. Okay. Um, and I, if, I, want, if you I get wanted busted, to just let us
0: drive. You know, it's it's like, come on, man, we're here to have a good time. I, don't don't tell me to lay off the accelerator. Come on.
1: Well, there was, you know, a few people that were um, pretty aggressive. And if they catch you being aggressive, they'll point at you, and wave this flag, and then all of a sudden your power is limited by. <clears throat> you know by like 20 30 percent
0: oh so they can they, they can limit you and on put the, you on the fly yeah oh. and kind of put you
1: in a little timeout
0: yeah I'd be going like two miles an hour by the time the thing was over because I, I, I took
1: would... a couple timeouts did you yeah, I did <laughs> I did have a couple timeouts oh nice but it was it was a great time uh good trip and uh highly recommend uh, the one club that I hit on um, Thursday night yeah was called cigar jazz it's in North Atlanta um, in a suburb called Duluth Saturday nights, they have live jazz there. Um, the, um, that's where I was live from last week when we did our late show Yeah, and we got to talk with Steve, um, there and he's a yeah, member. That was great. Yeah. Steve's a great guy. And all the guys that I were talking to there, uh, it was fantastic. The, the arguing, uh, you know, all the stuff, it was just,
0: yeah, Steve. Love... Steve, if you're watching, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us on the podcast and and keep watching and keep telling your friends, man.
1: That's, Absolutely, appreciate it. Uh,
0: and I discovered after the fact, although you know it's great that you got to go where you went, but I discovered after the fact, it was like the day after you got back that I sent you that link. Um, and it turns out, I think the week before, just it had just opened that Cam Newton is a part owner, I think, in some yeah. super exclusive fancy, you know, new high end cigar lounge. And right there in Atlanta. And I we just completely missed it. We did. So, wah, 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 you know, so be it. It happens. But uh no, that's good. I'm glad it was a good trip. Um so now that we um yeah we talked about what we're smoking, I mean, it's just a little bit of the ways in here to this court reserve and i'm sorry but oh i'm not sorry it's so good so good i mean shit this cigar <laughs> it's honestly it's um yeah the the camera on the camera sucks that we have but the the tooth you can you know when you can see the tooth on the ash right you see those little white dots on there i mean the flavors are awesome it's just got these dark flavors like molasses kind of like like what you taste from dark sugar or or you know that kind of thing like caramel and molasses and your dark sugar oh wow
1: that was that
0: was my hideous attempt at like a kitty cat noise and i <laughs> i can't i don't know what the hell that was sorry that was super creepy <laughs> <laughs> the great
1: thing is um, so if you know anything about san andreas wrappers They're typically going to add a lot of spice to your to your show. And the thing that I love about this cigar is at the foot, it teases you with it's almost there, but it's not quite spicy
0: yet. Yeah. And I just love it. But it's cool because it's got yeah, it's got that San Andreas spice, but it's not like Nicaraguan Lajero spice. And and yeah, there's probably some Lajero in this, you know, the, the fillers being Nicaraguan you get some of that black pepper, but it's not overwhelmingly strong. Mm-mm. You know, it's, I'd say it's a medium plus, you know, and, uh, but it's just got super great dark. If you like, you know, dark, rich, thick, chewy cigars, this is, you know, this is for you with, if, if you like, you know, stuff like, you know, molasses-y, peppery, it's, it's that great sweet and spicy combination. Um, and, speaking of sweet, how'd you like that for a segue? Speaking of sweet, um, I was thinking about what we were going to talk about tonight. And I, on, on YouTube popped a a commercial for an old candy brand. And I thought about, you know, when you're a kid, there's these candy bars and things like that on the market. And then when you're grown up for whatever reason, they, they take them off the market. So I wanted to know about some candy brands that each of us loved when we were kids and you can't get them anymore um so i'm gonna start with my first one was do you remember the marathon bar yeah i
1: remember marathon
0: so for those of you who don't remember the marathon bar it was this braided caramel that was coated in chocolate but the caramel was super dense it was really chewy it wasn't like break your teeth chewy but it was It was it was just to that point where it was it it would almost snap, but it never got to this that snapping point. It it always just chewed, and you could um, it even the 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 wrapper even had a ruler on it, so that you you could say yeah this this uh, this candy bar is actually this long and this and and they they seriously took forever to eat, especially as just a little kid. I mean, as a grown-up, if I were to get my hands on one of those things. If I were to get my hands on a marathon bar now, I'm sorry, but it wouldn't stand a freaking chance. The thing would be gone in two seconds. But as a kid, I mean, that's like a whole car ride. Yeah. You know, and you got, the you know, the chocolate and everything all over the place. But I love that friggin' candy bar. And it's kind of sad that they're not around anymore.
1: I know. You know, and it's funny because um, I, I thought about all of my favorite candies – growing up and the only thing that i could think of that i liked that isn't around anymore <clears throat> were the bubblegum cigars and the candy cigarettes.
0: Oh yeah. Now you can still get cool candy cigarettes but yep. they call them candy sticks. Right. And they are still in little cardboard, you know, paper boxes that yep. sort of resemble old um, cigarette brands. But i yeah, we you and i both remember the candy they actually called them candy cigarettes yep and they actually had i mean they looked legit they looked like it looked like a pack of Lucky's or a pack of marlboros or a pack of whatever they looked the real thing
1: they uh they had a little bit of like powdered sugar on the end that you could blow out to resemble smoke
0: oh yeah that's right I forgot all. Yeah. The, they had like a paper tube Yeah, and the candy was in the middle and the powdered sugar. Yeah. Shit, I forgot all about that. <laughs> all right. So Tim is saying that it's called the curly whirly. Tim, tell me if that's right. Are you meaning the marathon bar? Like it's under a different name. Cause if that, if that's true, I'm going online and buying a case cause I'm not fat enough yet. I need more of those. Obviously I need more of those marathon bars in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Another one uh, for me was um, we all know, you know, there's lots of different cinnamon candies on the market and there have been forever. And we all know the Atomic Fireballs.
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, they come individually wrapped. You know, the jawbreaker is about three quarters of an inch around. uh, And, you know, that first 30 seconds or so is screaming hot.
1: It's a roller coaster. Yeah, Yeah.
0: And then, it, you know, then the fire goes away and it's just this, you know, great jawbreaker. But there used to be. In a little, you know how BBs come packaged? Yeah. Uh, especially back in the day, they were in a uh, in
1: that paper tube. Tube, yeah.
0: With a little with a little cap on it, yep. and you know, you just like in the movie, you know, the kid shakes the little tube right. of BBs. Well, there used to be a miniature version of the atomic fireballs, and they were called bitty bombs. Didn't even know. And they came packaged like, and it said, you know, bitty bombs, BBs, and they came in a little tube just like that. And you would get them and, and shake them and you know pour a handful in your mouth and you got just and they were super spicy just like atomic fireballs they were they were awesome and the funny part is I remember I was probably six, and I got a tube of those and I brought them home and I was eating them, and I didn't get all the way through them and I went back to find them, and they were gone and as dog. as a kid dog uh, I maybe. But I remember asking my mom about him and everything, and and thinking to myself, and you know, I never did find out what happened to him. Whether it was one of my brothers took him, or the dog ate him, or my mom just threw him away. Who knows what? Right. But I thought to myself, even as a little kid, I thought that's the first thing I'm gonna ask God when I get to heaven: is what the hell happened to my little tube, my right? half, my half full? Because I still had half full tube in there. It's like I love these candies, now they're gone. So, uh, so yeah, for, first thing, sad is it you know, could imagine. Uh, that, so Tim camp,
1: uh, says, yep. Uh, marathon and, uh, shares a, a link. So we'll, we'll check.
0: Tim, that's awesome. Thank you.
1: Uh, can somebody please tag Josh Wooten? I've got a question for, for Josh Wooten.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And if that's another thing if you want to share it, if there's a particular person or whatever you want to share it with, just tag them in a comment and they'll see it. Um, um do you have another candy? Even if it's still on the market, if it's something you just like, love. like
1: Whatchamacallit. was my. Oh, that was my candy bar, oh, as a kid.
0: That freaking... it still is and for it's me. Still,
1: you know, it's still on the market today.
0: Now there's there's a new one that gives Whatchamacallit a run for its money. It's similar, but it gives it a run for its money. Have you had the Snickers Crispy?
1: I haven't had it yet.
0: Oh balls! Yeah. Seriously, you. Well, gotta... there's
1: like three or four different flavors that they well, have
0: is the crispy is so it's like a whatchamacallit it's it's the rice krispies with peanut butter mixed in and it's got a layer of caramel and it's covered in chocolate fat free oh yeah yeah sugar free fat free there's no calories in it at all good just just pure goodness yeah buy it just buy the king size and promise yourself you're only going to eat one square right good luck yep good luck thanks for that all right now i gotta try that thoughts and prayers
1: uh, but, you know, it's interesting. I don't want to get off topic of candy bars. The thing that you, uh, when you had mentioned that to me to, you know, think about this, the only thing I could really think of was Almond Joy. Uh, or not Almond Joy. Um, yeah, Almond Joy. Uh, uh, the cereal. The cereal? The, the rec- cereal. Breakfast cereal? Yeah. Um, it, as weird as it sounds, so I had a sister who was a vegetarian. Yeah. Um and she would have this almond cereal, like cereal, and would have it with soy milk. And mm-hmm. for years I looked at her as if like you are not a person. <laughs> you are like but I tried it one time.
0: Yeah. It was my jam. Almond cereal with soy milk. Yeah.
1: Or sometimes almond milk.
0: I'm gonna say hard pass.
1: I know it sounds
0: just weird, I've, but I've never a, tried uh, any of those of alternative vanilla,
1: milks. But uh, a vanilla soy or a vanilla almond milk is actually really good in those kinds of cereals. Huh. just just throwing it up. Um,
0: God, his cigars good.
1: So tubs, we've got the Corona Gorda
0: gordo so 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 good um all right so the you know the candy called sugar daddy yep caramel pop on a stick yep and then they there were the sugar babies which were the little dots that came in a baggie and you yep you know pop them like skittles or whatever basically just like dark caramel and for a while in the 70s and 80s, they had a chocolate covered one called Sugar Mama. It was the same thing. It was just dipped in chocolate. And God, I love that thing. The the chocolate covered sugar mama. That thing was just Did it have like Tim Su Kemp's picture on it? Um secretly, yes. It was secretly <laughs> on the, on the-
1: on the back of the label behind it
0: yeah (laughs) secretly stamped on the back of the label i love that candy bar i'm scared because you're laughing there's got to be something in comments
1: no just uh spicy size toro is like chocolate
0: oh yeah that toro is the and it's it's cool actually that's a good point oh tim Tim. it's cool how different sizes in different cigars give Suit you a camp. different experience Dunkaroos oh Dunkaroos
1: now I was up in uh, Canada last summer and had had my share of Dunkaroos up there they're still rocking Dunkaroos I don't know why we went away from Dunkaroos here
0: because, it wasn't my favorite but I, I like fe- them because feelings mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um Oh, and another thing that I discovered as I was looking into the candy stuff today, um, a famous uh, baseball player did commercials for the uh, for the sugar family of candies back in the day. Johnny Bench. Seriously. The, so Johnny Bench, if you guys don't know, Johnny Bench was <clears throat> maybe the best catcher of all time in baseball. Um, phenomenal catcher played for the cincinnati reds back in the you know the big red machine days in the in the 70s, 70s and 80s, 80s. Yep. um was you know kind of a hero of mine growing up and my brothers too my brother was a phenomenal catcher when we were younger and uh uh yeah he did commercials for uh the sugar babies or sugar daddy or whatever okay. candy and he also did so all right stupid side note he also did commercials for krylon spray paint do you remember the slogan so because it's baseball he no runs no <laughs> drips no errors that was the uh, to this day i remember wow. that stupid
1: that's good advertising commercial.
0: yeah yeah because i remember it if
1: you can remember ads from 70 years
0: ago yeah you win um so that's the uh you know the old-timey Uh, Oh, no, no, there's one more. There's one more. And this is actually the big one. I can't believe I almost forgot it. Do you remember PB Max?
1: It sounds familiar, but.
0: So, no, the late 80s, a candy bar came on the market called PB Max that was, you know, supposed to compete with, you know, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups and Twix, <laughs> and I, I probably don't even want to know what they're saying right now. Um, Tim
1: just said these fools are talking about candy that's still available.
0: PB Max what? is not available. Said, why don't we talk about cigars that went belly up? Talk about cigars? Oh, there's too many to list, right? Um, but but real quick, PB Max. Yeah. Well, it peanut was peanut butter. It was I'm a guessing. square. It was a square, and it was a cookie. And then it had peanut butter on it, but the peanut butter was actually good. The peanut butter in most candy sucks,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And this was actually good peanut butter. And then it had this little crunchy top on it, and then it was all covered in chocolate, and it was friggin' delicious. And the commercials were hilarious because PB Max. They said, you know, what does the peanut butter stand for? And they come up with all sorts of stupid things like, you know, pineapple beanie and piggy banks and polka band and portly ballerina, and and it was just you know, pink baboon and parachuting Buffalo. It was funny commercials for a kid at least. That's hilarious. Um, and they discontinued it even though it was, it was averaging 50 million in sales. So they just killed it. And I've been mad at them for close to the last 30 years because of it. So, um, Aaron
1: said, uh, frozen Charleston shoe. Boom. Ooh.
0: I like that. Like Charleston you take chew. a
1: Charleston shoe and freeze yeah. it?
0: Well, I used to do that with the with the the sugar daddies. You put those in a in the freezer and then you can sit there through a whole movie and they were great that way. Who remembers OK Cola? Okay. I don't remember OK Cola. You don't remember was OK that, Cola? Was that from up here? Because I didn't I was I didn't grow up here.
1: So I know that it wasn't in all markets, but Okay Cola had this huge, um, just this huge marketing campaign, was really all it was. They had uh, these cans with, um, you know, super cool retro pictures on them, and then um, a 1 800 number that you could call and leave messages. And me and my cousin would leave all these obscene messages, of course. <laughs> um, but um, it was hugely popular amongst our community and the kids in our school and everything. Um, the soda itself tasted like anus water, <laughs> um, but they had fantastic. Uh, they had a fantastic campaign. Hmm. Uh, they they quickly died.
0: Well, that's cool. I never. No, I don't think I ever tried that. There w- There is still a soda brand that comes in bottles that like you can send in what the hell is the name of that soda brand where you can send in pictures and they'll, if you might get your picture chosen to be on the label,
1: wasn't that Snapple or a Snapple no, company? It wasn't.
0: It might've been a Snapple company. Uh, if you guys remember, put it in the comments. I don't remember. There was a soda brand and I think they're still around that they, you can send them in a picture and they put it on the label.
1: Uh, Suit camp um, apparently is the doctor of candy. Oh, uh, Henry o
0: Henry dude. That is. Yeah. That's a good choice. call. That's a good call. That's good stuff. Um, Joseph Guzman is my Puerto Rican counterpart. Well, hell, yeah. Yeah, he is, Ronnie. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you guys know me. If you've seen me, you know that I like candy because you can see that I like candy. Um, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um been suggested that we do a go
1: fund me for drywall
0: <laughs> i'm not going to put drywall up i'm moving i'm not staying here so i'm not going to put up drywall in a in a in a, a retrofitted garden shed
1: just wait until we get into my garage after yeah. uh we're not I'm not so putting drywall
0: in here <laughs> uh i will uh yes it was jones soda jones thank you god i can't couldn't believe i couldn't remember who that was jones jones soda and they also did it was the same company wasn't it that did the thanksgiving soda where they made a soda that had all the flavors of thanksgiving in one bottle it tasted you would drink it and it would either it was either all in one bottle or it came in a six pack where one Soda tasted like turkey and gravy, and the other one tasted like mashed potatoes, and the other one tasted like cranberry sauce, and the and, or they put all the flavors in one bottle, which, no, I've I couldn't I couldn't Hard even pass I couldn't try it. There's no way I would I would open the bottle and just smell it, and I would chunk all over the place. There's no way I'd be able to even try it. Forget it, not doing that. Hard pass.
1: Uh oh yes, Tim Tubbs.
0: Oh the ro- dude. Yeah, those yeah the, the peanut m and i do remember those from uh romania, romania. oh yeah they make that's because they make food with real food yeah over there the, you know it's real it's real sugar it's better better quality ingredients you know real good quality cocoa powder and real sugar and
1: well pe- i don't know peanuts you know,
0: that weren't you know grown in a laboratory
1: uh last fall i don't know if uh i, I may break some hearts right now and i'm sorry but Nutella changed their recipe.
0: Recently? In October. They changed their recipe. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. I'm I'm not a big new nut- I mean I like it, but I'm not big on oh, oh shoot. Okay. So you take you know, those little peanut butter filled pretzel nuggets. Yeah. Dip those in Nutella. You're welcome. Serious. I'm serious. That's that'll change your life.
1: It goes right to my ass. It's,
0: it's, it's ridiculous. You get those peanut butter filled pretzels and you dip those in Nutella. That sounds stupid. It's, oh. yeah, it's, it's dangerous and awful and fantastic all at the same time. Seriously, man. It's so good. Um, the uh, court reserve is. It's stupid. Good. Yeah, I know. I can't even. Kind of speechless a little bit. Talk amongst yourselves for mm-hmm. a minute, guys. Mm-hmm. I'll having a moment. We're having a... Oh. <laughs> there it was.
1: There it was. Ooh, yeah, Nutella and bananas. I've done that.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, personal preference. That's that's cool. I'm just not... It's not big for me. hmm
1: you're more of a Nutella asparagus guy.
0: Yeah, Brussels sprouts. Ooh. Kale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Nutella and kale. Kale is everybody knows kale is my jam. I mean, look at me, all, all eight is vegetables. You, you know, look at me.
1: Uh, one of the best little memes I ever saw was a uh, a demonstration of a uh, coconut oil. You put coconut oil in a pan, and went and cook up some kale and the coconut oil helps you to yeah. dump the kale in the garbage. Yeah. They say,
0: why do you, why do you add coconut oil to your kale? Because it makes it easier to scoop it into the, into the trash. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason yep. to add. Well, actually it's the only reason to add kale to your coconut oil.
1: Um, let's see here. Um, Aaron says Oreo dipped in peanut butter. Oh, shut up. Yep. Uh, and John asks, are you going to Indian August?
0: Am I going to Indy in August? Is there a thing? I'm sorry, I didn't if there's a thing in India in August, I would love to know about it. I'd let us know
1: what's going on. Yeah, let
0: us know. I, I don't I'm sorry, I'm out of the loop. I don't know what's going on in India in August. Um, maybe. Um, although yeah, it's schedule's tough right now. Um, selling a house, buying a house, gonna have to move. Um, busy summer kids involved in different sports and activities and, um, you know, do the best we can depending on what the event is. Um, Tim said we should talk about, uh, defunct cigar mm-hmm. brands. I say we save that for another show. Yeah. Cause that, that could take up 10 shows, but it is, it is good to talk about cigar brands that aren't around anymore or maybe cigar brands that are struggling and maybe just kind of teetering on the edge of maybe maybe disappearing. Yeah. If they don't sh- you know or a really up.
1: good uh limited release that we wish would come back.
0: Oh man. Yeah, the limiteds that that were one-time just one. releases just you think about how many of them there've been over the past 15 years, you know, that you can't get, you could only buy them one time. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is you boil it all down you I can't think of with with few exceptions and and any tobacco experts out there please and I'm being honest about this please let me know if I'm you know completely off base on this but as far as I know there isn't a blend that's ever been that can't be recreated because there there are tobaccos out there that can be used to recreate a blend um but the tough part is when it when a cigar is iconic and a lot of people love it um while most consumers won't be able to tell the difference if and if a let's say they re-release it five years later let's say let's pick a cigar say say uh the uh Uh, a little sidetracked, but let's say the, the Tatuaje, um, and I'm only saying them because they used to do a lot of exclusive, um, small batch releases. Let's say the Tatuaje, um, uh, drinking age, let's say five years from now, they're going to re-release that cigar, which is possible. They might try to do that. Um. Because it's Pete and because it's the My Father factory, I have no doubt that they would recreate that cigar and it would taste like the cigar did five years ago. I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. But a lot of consumers, if I'm being honest, wouldn't know the difference. They'd taste the cigar and they'd say, yeah, I'm really glad the cigar's back on the market, but they wouldn't taste the difference. They wouldn't know the difference. Um, and I think that's why consistency is in... I've said it before on the show, the consistency is the number one most important thing in a cigar factory is that the cigar has got to taste the same every day, every year, every decade. It's got to taste the same. Uh, Chances are that the, um, the Fuente Hemingway tastes the same today as it did 20 years ago without a doubt. Chances are that it tastes the same and a lot of other cigars too, but typically it's a, a cigar that's on the market for a long time and then goes off the market for a while and then comes back on the market. Um, there's, there's going to be a, a, noticeable in my experience, there's going to be a noticeable change. Yep. So that's just, you know, something to throw out there, but I think that's a great topic um, that we should get into um, maybe even next week. Yeah. Um, talk about uh, cigar brands that aren't around anymore or uh, limited releases that we would love to see come back or even, mm-hmm. even brands that were full on regular production releases that just for whatever reason went away, but we liked them back in the day and we wish they'd come back. Yep. Yeah. We can definitely talk Absolutely. about that. That's a good, good piece. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to smoke a little bit.
1: Are you? Um, I'm hammering on mine because you're, you're chatty Kathy, which I don't mind. Though, I guess I'm still talking a little too much for a few people. <laughs> or one. One person. Oh, it's so good. Um... Uh, tobacco can run out, but Um, it's typically not a thing anymore.
0: Yeah. They've got that down. I mean, if you're talking about... um, I'm I'm not talking way back in the day. I'm not talking like pre-embargo. Last 20 years, especially. But, but, yeah, 30 years. I mean, basically since they started planting Cuban seed tobacco in the United States in Nicaragua <laughs> Honduras Dominican Republic what you know it
1: warms my heart to have a personal troll
0: it, it it's it really it, does it really does does it warm your cockles oh
1: <laughs> my cockles <laughs> are
0: yeah all right today's uh, useless fact of the day woo I have two of them, but they're both kind of funny. They're both good. Um, All right, somebody tell me, what is the longest single syllable word in the English language? And by longest, I mean the number of letters, the most number of letters in a one-syllable word. And what is that word? (laughs) Eight.
1: <laughs> it's the longest one I can think of right now. The word eight? Yeah.
0: No. I know. It's probably not even close. I'll give you a hint. Saved by the bell. Zach. Come on. Not Zach. Um, that's... <laughs> the longest... One syllable word in the English language is, (laughs) yeah, Mr. Belding. Yeah, Yeah. totally one syllable. Nailed it. Screeched. Screeched. S-C-R-E-E-C-H-E-D. That is the longest single syllable word in the English language. Crazy, right? I like it. All right, there's a special kind of moth. Mm. We'll go get into a little bit of uh, greetings, bu- Buffalo Bill. You know, uh, Silence of the Lambs. There's a special moth.
1: Ooh, uh, greetings to Matt Trenda. Thanks for uh, hey,
0: Trenda, what's up? Joining. Um, so there's a special kind of moth that uh, um, it's called the gypsy moth. Oh, and yeah. the male gypsy moth can smell and smell in quotes, you know, they don't actually smell, but, but they're they can, they can smell a virgin female gypsy moth up to how many feet away? Oh, feet. So how, up to how many feet away can they be from a virgin female gypsy moth and still smell them? I'm gonna say fifteen hundred. Not quite.
1: Two thousand. Five thousand.
0: Ninety-five hundred. One point eight miles. I was gonna say
1: it's like two miles.
0: <laughs> yeah. So one. Yeah the the uh, the male gypsy moth can smell. A virgin female of the same species one point eight miles away. Wow. That's that's impressive. And that's not even in Vegas.
1: That's not in Vegas. That's almost <laughs> as far as Tim can smell. It
0: is. <laughs> that's almost as far as you can smell that gross rotted canned fish from Ristafari. <laughs> Oh shit, that seriously that fish you could you could smell that fish 1.8 miles away, no problem. Um So what do you have for us? Do you have uh All right. It's time for my favorite absolute favorite part of the show, the Numero de los Muertos.
1: All right. So we're going to start with
0: And yes, I know my Spanish sucks.
1: We're going to start with... uh... It's part of
0: the charm. Continue.
1: Uh, The category is snakes. Uh, In the United States, do you know how many poisonous snakes we have?
0: You mean how many different species or how many total? Oh, in the U.S.? Uh... In the U.S., poisonous snakes, let's say, let's say 12. I'll say, I'll give it an even dozen Okay. in the U.S. We've got about 20 Okay. in the U.S.
1: Every state, with the exception of three, has at least one poisonous snake. Can you name the three? states that don't have a single poisonous snake.
0: I think I can oh, just because gosh. I think I live in one of them. I think we live in one of them. Okay, what are your guesses? I think Minnesota. I'm going to so states that do not have poisonous snakes. I'm yes. going to say Minnesota. North Dakota and Wisconsin. Okay, cuz they're the coldest climates.
1: None of those are correct. None of them. Shit
0: it's always those things you think are going to be the easy answers that yeah okay so which three states don't have alaska oh shit
1: alaska. maine um yeah maine's pretty cold and the third one is going to blow your mind i'm going to give you another guess
0: is it hawaii yes okay so yeah, Alaska. I can't believe I didn't think about think of that. Um, yeah, right on, Ronnie. Maine, Ronnie called it. Oh, nice. So yeah, Maine. I get that. I, my my boss uh, lives and works in Boston, but has a cabin in Maine. And and it, for any of you guys, uh, us guys that live here in Minnesota, you know, you go up by the Canadian border and what the wilderness is like up there, especially when you get to either the boundary waters or the Superior National Forest. That's like true, you know, North American wilderness by the Canadian border. And Maine is largely the same way. There's a lot of the same kind of uh, lakes and rivers and streams and and forest up there. Um, But I'm surprised that, because I would assume they'd have some of the same species there that we do here. I know they have a pretty healthy moose population. They do. We do in Minnesota also. Yep. Uh, they have a better elk population than we do in Minnesota, from what I yep. from what I know. But no poisonous snakes in Maine, but there are in Minnesota. Yep.
1: Yeah, we've got one.
0: Is it the cottonmouth? It is. Okay. All right. Yeah, I figured. I just didn't know we had any of them here. I figured if, if it was going to be one, it was going to be the cotton cottonmouth. Mouth. Yep. Okay. All right. All, All right. right. So, to get to
1: the Muertos part, uh, which continent is responsible for the most uh, poisonous snake attacks and, and deaths?
0: It's got to be Australia. It's not Australia. All right. Because Australia has the highest density of, of venomous creatures. Correct.
1: And they actually have the lowest. Um, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, mortality rate. It's lower than the U.S.
0: Because they're prepared for it?
1: Yeah, well, and typically between North America and Australia, it's anywhere between two and four per year. Mm. <clears throat> and the reason in Australia is the anti-venoms are still readily available
0: all over that makes sense yeah you can't go to a well probably in australia stop at a cvs and pick up a a snake bite kit right so that makes sense but which continent has the most deaths from poisonous snakes every year yep so
1: north america and australia let's say max about a four a year okay that's it
0: yeah shit that's blew that my really surprise it's only Absolutely. 4 every right. year
1: yep and the next uh, or so that's the bottom of the rung the top of the rung is 56,000
0: all right so it's 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 got to be either south america or africa and i'm going to say africa <laughs> No. damn it <laughs> asia oh well I'm, so between, I'm an idiot because Asia is like massive
1: yeah I mean, between a, India I'm an idiot yeah India and then all of that uh, South Asian you know Philippines um,
0: and uh, Singapore yeah a lot of that yeah you say it now it makes perfect sense yeah I' mean I'm an I'm an idiot I can't believe that yeah India yeah, well and plus Asia for a lot Asia is I mean in Pure terms of land mass and population, I mean Asia dwarfs the rest of the planet.
1: Uh Ronnie knows his snakes. BT dubs. (laughs)
0: Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie does know his snakes. All's I'm saying. All's I'm saying. Ronnie does know his snakes. uh, Tim guessed Zimbabwe. Not a continent. But close. 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 It's in a continent. It is in a continent. The cigar. Just go buy some, go buy some. Um, that's all I'm saying. Go, go someplace and find the court reserve from Crown Heads and buy some. And smoke Not a sponsor. Them. Not a sponsor, but they're just friggin' delicious. They're just go buy so some. So
1: good. I will nub this, without a doubt. So that is Man. my. Uh, Numeros de los muertos. That's awesome.
0: Snakes. 56, I have 000. had it with these mother. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, anytime, ever since that movie came out, and I still to this day have not seen I that seen movie. It but to this day, when I even hear the word snakes, I think of Samuel. Sam Jackson. <laughs> I, I, I just my my brain immediately goes to thinking about that line from that movie which one of these days I should actually see it. And I need to see Sharknado too. I've never seen it. Just just for the novelty of it. You really do. Just to say I've seen it. And actually
1: Sharknado 2 um is uh, hilarious because Sharknado 1 is so dumb. There's actually a follow-up and Sharknado 2 doesn't disappoint if you enjoy the <laughs> stupidity <laughs> that was the first. And point. I
0: probably would too. I've got a a, a sign on my um On my desk at work that says, if you ever feel afraid to share an idea in a meeting, remember that somebody once came to a meeting with an idea about a tornado filled with sharks. (laughs) And that's so true. I mean, so, so often made
1: millions of dollars
0: in, in any, just about any line of work. You know, sometimes people are just afraid to talk about things, which I never, I never understood. Just, just say what you have to say. You know, what's the worst that could happen? You know, don't be a dick about it, but just say what you've got to say and so many people are scared to talk these days mm. it's like somebody made a movie about snakes on a plane somebody made a movie about a tornado filled with sharks i'm pretty sure you're safe yep you're it's okay guys you're you're safe to share whatever ideas you probably have rattling around you won't hit that pinnacle up there um so i got to i'm mm. going to smoke more mm-hmm. it's going to be quiet cuz it's mm-hmm. i have to mm-hmm. yeah do it get it in there you made it weird you made it weird don't make it weird um notable smokables. oh um i wrote down three from the cigars i've had this past week um that were outside of my sort of weekly rotation you know stuff that i smoke pretty much all the time um, which we can talk that can be a separate conversation about stuff that I are sort of my every, every day or every week go-to's um, and um, for those of you who don't do this even if you don't post it on social media whether it's cigar dojo or Facebook or forums or whatever else I still recommend that you take you take out your phone and take a picture of every cigar you smoke um, because I, I've I can't remember how long it's been, but I I still to this day take a picture of every cigar I smoke, even if it's a cigar that I've smoked a thousand of. I still take a picture of all of them just to, for my own sake, to remember everything. Um. But this past week, um, I've got an old box of La Polina, um, uh, El Diario Robustos, from. Twenty from twenty twelve. And I opened that box up and I pulled one of those out. Yes, it was yesterday actually, and I smoked it. And the, the cello is, you know, that beautiful mahogany color. Mm. And it's just that that's particular cigar. There are some cigars that age really well and some that that you know you can only give a year or two. Um, but that cigar is aging really well. Uh it tastes phenomenal. Um, super mellow, smooth. Still got life to it, still got a little bit of a little bit of kick to it. Um, but it's just really come into this smooth, um, you know, rich kind of kind of smoke output. And, you know, I I nubbed that thing last night, you know, took it down to a just a one inch nub, and it was even all the way down, you know, where it usually starts getting kind of bitter and harsh, it was smooth as butter. It was a really good cigar.
1: Um I had the uh, Eric Espinoza uh, Crema.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's. What did you think of it? Was it the first time you had it? Ever.
1: My gosh.
0: Yeah. That's it good. is what it, it
1: says it is. Yeah. It is uh, chewy and yummy and creamy and unbelievable. So I don't, I haven't researched it at all to see if. It's still in production um, I
0: think it is I think it is I don't I don't think they make big numbers of it but I believe it's still in production
1: I was able to uh, trade one of the guys at the shop in Nashville okay um, we did a little uh, trade bait action and
0: he gave me one of those and and I like that one too because it's um, it is more of a modern style of connecticut you know modern Mm -hmm. as in the last five years style of connecticut where it's got it's a little amped up but it's still at its heart it's still a connecticut cigar yeah it's still as the name implies it's still creamy sweet rich you know but just full of flavor yeah yeah but it still got a little bit kick in the Mm -hmm. back end so yeah it's a good cigar i haven't had one in a long time and george our friend george oh yeah i recommended we were at tobacco grove uh, a couple of years ago, uh, I think watching football. Yeah, we were we were at Tobacco Grove watching yep. Green Bay and Dallas. Yeah, and um, uh, I'm walking George through the humidor, um, helping him pick out some stuff because he likes really mild cigars, and I recommended that that crema to him, and even that one was a little too strong for him. He smoked about half of it, and he said, "Yeah, this one's too strong for me." Wow. So that I mean, some people and and some people that's their palate. That's George's yep. palate. Is he just he likes the really super mild stuff? Yeah. If there's a Swedish
1: meatball, yeah, cigar.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll be. That would be George. Yeah, George's cigar. He'd buy him by the box. Yep. Um, uh, another one that I had, um. And I have this. This one is sort of a, a weekly cigar that I have a lot is the the Roma craft uh, intemperance EC the Ecuadorian Connecticut mm. in the little the little petite Corona so it's uh four by 46 uh I think the charity I think is the name they gave to the that size um and it's just a tasty little morning you know uh, and it doesn't have to be morning but it's just a tasty little mild um with still but you can still tell it's it's Nicaraguan at heart it's got it's got a little power you know hidden behind the sweetness but i had one of those um about a week ago and just one of my favorites i i actually do smoke that one on a pretty regular basis so if you're looking for a, a quick ecuadorian connecticut mild to medium uh cigar those uh those Intemperance ECs in the four by 46 it's a good choice uh, Tim Su campus
1: is wondering if we could mute my mic.
0: <clears throat> I think there's some
1: audio coming through that channel that he Yeah, really...
0: What? What about now? Hey, hello. What? And I can still hear it through my microphone though. I'm gonna turn. <laughs> Tim is so mean. Um, was there another one you had?
1: That, that was really came the. To mind? The, the one that came to mind. I had some some great cigars. Did uh, you have slightly. anything
0: so besides the crema while you were in Atlanta slash Nashville, did you have any and I don't say Atlanta slash Nashville, is it to imply they're close to each other? They're not. I'm just that was that was part of his trip. Uh and did you smoke anything else that maybe are brands that we can't get up here?
1: Uh I looked for some there's a there's a few uh I showed you um but there's this little shop in I wish I knew the, the name of the shop. I'll, I'll get it next week. I'll, I'll give them a, a plug. But they had a house blend. It was actually one of the best house blends I've ever had.
0: Um, just like a naked bundle, like no band on it or anything? No,
1: they actually, they
0: actually oh, did. Oh, they did put bands on their cigars. Yeah, they got, okay. they
1: got bundles on them. I got uh, a couple more. Um, he just. Oh, and me. you,
0: yeah, I see there. You got that JFR Lunatic. Yeah, yeah those are good. The Aganorsa Leaf.
1: Um. Yeah, so this is one of them. And then they have uh yeah, a naked bundle here too. Um And then while I was in Nashville, I had to have a Tennessee Waltz. Oh yeah.
0: Cuz I went love in Rome. Love the Tennessee Waltz. Um amusements of America. Handmade. Um Siglo 22, I think that says xxii um and the rest i'm sorry i cannot read the rest the embossing is a little it is a little off fuzzy i can't read it but yeah um and then the other one it's very uh red white and blue america america so uh
1: was the this chupacabra
0: chupacabra uh oh esteban carreras yeah Yeah,
1: so that is not a house blend but uh, another one <laughs> hellcat that they apparently do a lot of and i was i was surprised and impressed by that box press yeah. and uh, it's good you can uh that one's for you oh to try
0: oh yeah. feels mm-hmm. thanks covered foot pigtail box press sweet thank you
1: um it is true this is one of the nicest uh episodes that tim has been to me
0: he's being very kind tim loves you he does um and the last one for me was the uh uh southern draw jacob's ladder Mm. which um i haven't had it's so you know that nine times out of ten somebody says this is a super strong cigar and i smoke it and i go hey that was kind of medium right that was pretty that was pretty good because I, for whatever reason, I probably because I was a cigarette smoker for so long, I just don't really get hammered by the nicotine. Although s- sometimes out of nowhere, for no reason whatsoever, a cigar will hit me and give me the meat sweats. When it's a cigar that really shouldn't give me the meat sweats, but it's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. But this cigar is one that typically people say they do get the meat sweats from right. uh, the, the Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder. Um, it's it's just dark and heavy and. And it is, you know, I know I know guys who have, you know, lost their lunch with this cigar, but it's flavorful and rich and like chocolatey and spicy, and it's got Pennsylvania broadleaf instead of Connecticut. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's Pennsylvania broadleaf, and uh, yeah, it's a great cigar. I'm, I like all of the. Southern Draw stuff that I've tried, um, but the Jacob's Ladder just really, and it's funny because the Jacob's Ladder, which is the, the heaviest, strongest cigar they have, and then the Rose of Sharon that they make, which is the mildest, nuanced cigar that they have, are the, my two favorite blends from them. Yeah. So it's like both far ends of the spectrum, you know, the super mild and creamy, and then the super strong and peppery and 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 um, and rich. And those are the ones I love the most. And a couple days ago, I had one of those uh, Jacob's Ladder. And because I I was straightening up some trays in my humidor that were in complete disarray. And I found that I went, oh, I have one of these left. So I smoked it and. um, Super good, probably two years old, Um, but really, really good. So, Uh,
1: uh, Ronnie, yes, we have both had multiple of the JSK nugs. Yes, do have a box on hold. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Review, review coming soon. Yeah. Um, uh, we've both, cause we don't like to review it officially until we smoked at least two of them. Um, I think we've had, we've both had at least two. I've had four. You've had four. I've had three. I'm pretty sure. Um, and Risty and I were messaging a little bit today, just about something unrelated. And he asked about the nugs. Cause I let him know the first time I tried the nugs, I didn't really get anything from it. Mm-hmm. I said it was, it tasted good. It was, it was a good cigar. But I didn't get any of the, the effects. But the ones I've had since then, um, I definitely did um, get that CBD um, enhancement. So, yeah, so
1: we've had it. We we love it. But you will have to wait to get all the deets
0: when the review comes out. Yeah, stay tuned for the review. That's going to be coming, coming soon. Um, and there are actually quite a few reviews ready to be published but you know we're either waiting for to get some really quality pictures or get some notes typed in and things like that it takes time because we're both you know um doing our full-time jobs and families and all that stuff in between so we do it you know we we get to it as soon as we possibly can but sometimes things have to wait family comes first yep absolutely um Otherwise, I think that's it for this week.
1: Yeah. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Uh, as always, please like, share the video, um, and join us every Tuesday night, yeah. Central, 830. Usually say 830 Central.
0: 830 Central. It's usually within a few minutes of that. We, we're trying to stay on time on time as much as we can. If you're unable to watch the video afterwards on Facebook for whatever reason, Um, Oh, this is actually big news. I should share this with everybody, and I'll share this again. Uh, We finally got through all the stupid hurdles you have to jump through with Apple to get the podcast available, um, actually searchable through the Apple podcast platform. So go on your Apple device and search. Go into the podcast app on your Apple device. Search, how about that cigar, and subscribe. And it's also available on Google Podcasts. It's available on Podbean. It's available on at least five or six others. I'm still working on some of the other platforms to make sure it's available on the big ones like Spotify and things like that. So, but it's available so far on at least six or seven different podcast platforms, the biggest, of course, being Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. So please go find the audio podcast and subscribe. Uh, I always take the video after it's done. I extract the audio, clean it up a little bit, and it's usually posted within a few days after it. The one from last week, uh, because Garrett was live in a cigar shop, there's there's a pretty significant amount of background noise. I'm still working on getting normalized and fixed so that it's actually listenable when I post just the audio portion. But I should be able to have that relatively soon. So most likely episode six from last week and episode seven right now uh we'll be posting very soon so i think that's it for right now absolutely all right as we always say guys burn cigars not bridges take care